Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 210, The End of the Trail. On this episode, we bid farewell to this show, but not goodbye to you. To all of our listeners over the last five years, episode 210 will be our last official Trust the Trail podcast as we close this chapter and start writing a new one. We also share what's next as we explore the possibilities of our new home, which is Yellowstone National Park. This is going to be, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to talk about. It's going to be hard to, to end the show. But as we close the show, it's not the end of Trust the Trail. We also explain why we stopped the show and the heartbreak that this last summer brought. By the way, you can always join in on our discussion on our Facebook group page. Just go to Facebook, Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Trust the Trail podcast and join our podcast family. Come out and hang. Uh, you be a part of this community that's never going away. The, our Facebook group is never, ever going to go away. And I will and Ariane will remain uh, very active on it. Um, before I kind of get into the, the, the meats, I thought I'd share uh, a few final stats. Uh, I never thought we would be a, um, a global podcast. Um, but we, we are. And so I thought I would share, uh, a couple, um, cool things that I think is cool. Um, our podcasts have been downloaded in almost every single country on our planet and not just once, but multiple downloads in those countries, uh, Egypt, Turkey, Iraq, Russia, South Africa, Bolivia, Argentina, and many, many, many more. Um, I think we have not had a download in Antarctica, but <laughs> I could probably understand why. Um, our total downloads uh, for the for the history of our show, and of course, that is uh, that's not that's always going to be rising because the show is always going to be available. But we did uh, well over five hundred thousand downloads throughout the history. Uh, but the one thing I'm, I'm really proud of is that we we have a 90% listen rate. And what that means is that uh, people, when they listen to the show, they listen to it almost all the way through. Um, and that's, that's very rare in the podcasting world. And it's also, it's a testament, I believe, on the rawness and just the... Uh, uh, the honest way we do this show. Um, so I, I'm very proud of that. And 90%, there are podcasters that are pretty famous, uh, that make a lot of money. Uh, that would be extremely uh, grateful for a 90% listen rate. And so uh, I think that's one of the things I'm more proud of than anything else. Uh, not Downloads are great. The number of downloads is great, but it's the listen rate that uh, keeps people engaged in in the show. Um, our podcasts, you know, they were never about us. They were always about you. Uh, we we never really solicited sponsors for the show at all. 
Um, our main site, trustedtrailpodcast.com, will remain along. Uh, that will remain up. Uh, we will still be posting events if we have them on there. Uh, we will have one in uh, in Yellowstone National Park for sure this year. Um, and then, uh, of course, our merch link will be there. Um, Embrace the Suck will live on forever as long as listeners want it. Uh, thebackpackerstore.com, that is a site that we built really for this podcast. Um, that is going to be up there. Um, by the way, they've got some really great deals right now. Um, we just part- partnered with Marina Wool and CGI Outdoors. And the way that works is that when, when we get a request that says, hey, man, you know, would you like to, you know, would you like to be our partner? And I always look at it and, you know, to see if it's, you know, if it's worth it, worthwhile, and if, if it's something that the audience would like. And definitely Marina Wall and CGI is, they've been, obviously, they're a big brand in the hiking, outdoor, and backpacking community. So I'm like, yeah. So when I do that, that automatically goes to that site. I mean, it's, it, that backpackerstore.com is really a database. It's not really a website. It's a database that pulls all of these products that these companies offer into one place. So when you look at a photograph, you're really looking at um, a, like a data point, really. That's why the search is really cool because when you search, it pulls all of that in from all these other gear companies and that way you can compare the price. And nowadays, it's not only comparing prices, but it, do they have it in stock? So that's always going to stay. That's not that's not going anywhere. Um, so... I think I, I think throughout the show probably are, are um, you know if I if I look back at it you know the, the sh- we we never really uh, monetized that much we never I mean we were never really out there to to do it financially um, we were always doing it just to share our love of the outdoors and what it does for us um, because it does do a lot for us. Um, Okay, so I'm going to try to get in the meat and potatoes um, with this. And uh, this is going to be tough. It's going to be hard for me. Um, I'm doing this alone in a dark room uh, because it, it's some of the stuff's going to be hard for me to talk about. Um, why did we stop? Our last show, our last recording, I think, upload was in May of, of last year. And um, the month of June came in... Um, it was probably the worst month ever. Um, it started out, um, in the, in the beginning of June and, and let me kind of set this up and on Memorial day weekend up here. Um, and I'm recording this in cook city, Montana, um, four miles, um, four miles from the Northeast entrance of Yellowstone national park. Uh, Memorial Day last weekend, we just got hammered with a ton of snow. Um, the power was out for about three and a half days, and um, that's usually kind of the start of uh, the tour season in this area, in this part, um, and uh, we just got a lot of snow. Um, in fact, up in the Beartooth Mountains, I think they received something like maybe 12 feet of snow. Um Wyoming received a lot of snow. Cook City, I think we had probably maybe you know two feet of snow. Um, it was, well, a lot of snow, and it all happened at once on the weekend. So that's kind of like setting the stage of of really kind of what happened. Um, uh, a couple days later, 
I got a call from my dad that my uh, my brother had passed away, and um, I had to go to I had to go to Wisconsin. And it wasn't, you know, my brother was sick. My brother had a lot of health issues, um, but it was the unexpected way he passed away, and the fact that um, he had passed in his house or he had died in his house, and he was there for, you know, a few days. And we had to do a police check on him because we no one knew he wasn't answering the phone, and they they had found him um, they had found him passed away. So. Um, I, you know, with a snowstorm and barely, barely getting out of this town with that much snow, um, I had to, uh, get to Cody, Wyoming and then fly to Wisconsin. And, uh, and then there it was, that was, uh, um, it was there for two weeks and, um, getting, you know, the house cleaned up and, you know, going through, you know, my brother's life. Um, so that happened in the midst of this happening of this, of the, in the midst of dealing with, uh, just a, a tragedy, um, with my family, uh, Yellowstone experienced a thousand year flood. Some say it's 500 years. Some say it's a thousand. Um, but it was a lot of water folks. And, uh, it devastated this community. Um, it devastated the park. And um, it, for a while, um, we literally thought Ariane was going to be trapped on an island in the mountains, and there would have been no way for me to get back to her. There was no way for her to, was going to be able to get out. Um, I'm sure almost everyone knows about the flood by now. Um, it, uh, they had to evacuate uh, people up here. Um, the National Guard had to evac people up here. Our roads were washed out. And the only thing I could tell you about that flood was it was um, it was biblical. Um, and if you were watching a movie on like, you know, uh, some sort of uh, natural disaster, they could not have CGI'd that amount of water um, that we witnessed coming over a ridge. Um, it was, um, we're talking like Noah's Ark, uh, you know, epic. I mean, it was just a ton of water and I've never seen anything like it before. I don't think I'll ever, I don't think I ever will. Uh, you see these uh, videos of these floods that come down the mountain and, uh, that's, that's what we were experiencing. And so, uh, the month of June was just a really rough month. Um, and so, um, you know, and then and then July was just trying to pick up the pieces, and and uh, and 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 the thing that kind of is happening in the background with all of this going on is that, um, you know, we had jobs. Um, I have taken a job, and I took a job with uh, Park County, Montana. Park County, Montana is the governing county that the uh, north end of Yellowstone Park resides in. Um, so when you drive through Yellowstone National Park on the north end, from the north gate to the northeast gate, you're actually part of Park County, Montana. And so um, I'm working for the Public Works Department, 
And of course, you know, the one thing about a flood, uh, you're, you're going to be busy with uh, your job. And not only had I just started that job, but then I had to tell them I need to go take care of my brother. And they were very accommodating, by the way. So our, and Ariane was working. She was the general manager of um, the, uh, a retail uh, souvenir place up here, um, along with some other uh, stores. And, uh, you know, um, she had fully staffed everyone. Uh, and then the flood happened, and she lost almost all of her staff. So it, it was just, it was the month of June and the month of July where we're just, uh, we're just crazy. Um, a lot, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of behind the scenes that nobody knew about that flood um, was the superintendent of Yellowstone National Park coming into Cook City and holding meetings um, with the, you know, the town, uh, the people that live here and, um uh, you know, trying to explain to them that, yeah, you're not going to have a way out for a while. And, uh, and not only was that closed to us, we, we could not drive through the northeast entrance because the road was gone. It was completely washed away. There are other exit um, over the Beartooth Mountains that had landslided and um, you couldn't go over the Beartooth Pass to get out and the only way out was over four main bridges to get to Cody, Wyoming. And when you watch that water um, rushing underneath those bridges, you had doubts that those bridges were ever going to hold. And it wasn't so much the water too, it was the trees and everything else that were knocking into the bridges. So anyway, that's, that was that. Um, and I think, um, you know, I, I think after July, and I, I'll be honest with you, I, I did not take um, my brother's passing very well. Um, my dad's also very sick, um, and the, my brother's passing has really, you know, really affected my dad quite a bit. Um, so uh, to be honest, I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to do anything. Um, I just kind of sat indoors and went to work. Came home. And uh, I didn't, I didn't do anything. And it's taken me a while to really kind of get over that. And um, you know, I, I inherited the house in Wisconsin, so that house is a rental now, and I've got people in it. So um, you know, I'm, I have responsibilities to that. And um, that's it. Uh, that, I mean, we just, we just got overwhelmed. I think with. Um, the emotional part of dealing with a natural disaster, um, you know, family matters, um, and, and just the, the amount of work and responsibility that Ariane was um, dealing with uh, was just overwhelming. So that was that. That's, and, and, and I think the, the, the big part about ending the show, ending the podcast, because it wasn't really fair to you guys anymore, that we were just leaving people hanging. A lot of it was me. A lot of it was my fault. Um, and I just didn't have the energy, nor did I have the will to um, talk to you about something I was not doing anymore at the time. And I just kind of felt like, 
well, I, I guess I could talk about backpacking and hiking, but I'm not really doing it right now. So it wasn't really inspiring and motivating to share what I was not doing with you guys. Um, and so uh, the decision to end the show is really based on, uh, you know, I'm I'm working full time. Ariana's working full time. And we just didn't feel like we had the resources to share that with you guys anymore. Um, and, and we're kind of moving on to different things being here with the park. I'm also taking, um, um, my, uh, EMT course. Um, so, uh, that's really important to me. Um, that, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that later and why that ties into, um, more events and possibilities in the future, um, that we are, we are pursuing uh, right now. So, uh, I had a lot to do you know, we're not, we're, I'm not going to end the, the podcast officially is over, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to come back and do maybe a audio version or a shorter version or, or something else down the road. Um, but I, I don't, I, I can't right now have a, a schedule to where it's going to be out once a week or every other week, because it's just not fair. It's not fair to you guys. Um, but there's other things I also wanted to talk about too, and one of the uh, and and I guess some of the other reasons why that it was a little um, a little disheartening to to kind of keep doing the backpacking stuff. And this is all my opinion. That this is just you know relevant, irrelevant, agree, don't agree. This is just my opinion. Um, during the pandemic, I saw kind of like a lot of the the birth of the clickbait backpacker, and it was um, you know we we did a show on it. We we kind of predicted it that you know the outdoors was going to change and um, the outdoors was going to be the new indoors, and everybody went out there, and a lot of people saw the uh, saw the advantage of affiliate marketing and. You know, pushing product uh, because they went out and did a trail for the first time, and Instagram was blowing up with that stuff and and all kinds of stuff, and and you know, I I always I always kind of like reflected that are, are do they really love the outdoors? Are they going out, or is is it because you know they're not working right now and they you know they either want to try to build a brand or make money or they are working but they're working from home so they get to play and this is a side hustle um so uh it's kind of overwhelming that the outdoors became an instagram reel not there's anything wrong with that again this is just my opinion um instead of the true expectation and the reality of hiking in inclement weather up a mountain you know, I saw a lot of, I, I guess I started seeing a lot of search and rescue stories. And uh, it, it it just seemed to me that um, it, it started becoming a little dishonest as far as the why people were going out there. And I love the fact that people were going out there. I love the, I love the fact that people were going out there and experiencing in the outdoors and going camping and going hiking and going backpacking for the first time. That I really loved. Um, now, whether every single time that has to be a brand or every time you go out that has to be an Instagram reel, um, I don't know. Uh, I think one of the disheartening, uh, one of the, the biggest stories that I really got angry at was the woman that was rescued 
out of a vault toilet after she dropped her phone in it. And I thought that was just like the, a big metaphor for, you know, what was going on in the outdoors. Um, you know, it, your phone is so important to you um, that you're, you know, you have to be, you have to be rescued out of a vault toilet. And I, I share that with the Facebook group. Um, and so, you know, that kind of disheartened me a little bit. Um, I, I was, on, on one hand, I was so happy that people were getting out and people were experiencing things for the first time and newbies were going out there and it was great. And the other, on the other hand is that it just became to me a little disingenuous after they go out there and now all of a sudden they're a professional outdoor person talking to you about how to pack a backpack. Um, and it, it was just kind of weird. Um, and, and I guess the thing that, you know, I've learned in, in 20 plus years and, and, and Ariane knows this, and I know a lot of you guys know this too, is that there's no such thing as an expert because mother nature will never let you be an expert. Uh, there's there's a lot of experience out there and you can share what you've learned. You can share your experience. You can share maybe some tips, some tricks, some hacks. That's all great. But to, but to be an expert after a few months on the trail or, you know, after hiking the Appalachian Trail, um, you know, you're not an expert. You can just to share that experience with others. And um, I, I know... For me, I I still learn. I'm, you know, in fact, I'm learning a whole new set of outdoor skills this winter, as we speak. And so, uh, you know, avalanche preparedness. Um, I'm learning a lot about, um, you know, snow and and but a lot of it and grooming trails and and um, different uh, cross country ski equipment and things like that. So, um, and, and I'm really super excited. I would never call myself an expert, and I don't think anybody's an expert. You just have your experience, and the more experience you have, the more, the more you can share that experience and help others get to that level. But I'm not going to do it on Instagram, uh, that's for sure. Um, so that's kind of what, I, you know, that's, that's my thoughts on some of the things that, you know, happened, you know, this summer and this year and why, and, you know, quite frankly, I think a lot of it too was because I just, you know, you, you go, you go through a, a family tragedy and then, you know, you, you go through this epic natural disaster and then, you know, you're not getting out there, you're not doing what you want to do. And then of course, a, a lot, you get on social media and you see this and yeah, I'm sure it was compounded and, um, but to me it was like, uh, I didn't, I got tired of seeing the clickbait stuff, um, about the outdoors. And so I just kind of stopped looking at it. Um, and it's kind of taken me a while to get back out there. Um, so some of the, uh, some of the things that we've, we've done with the show and, and of course it's had so much to do with you guys. Um, and you know, all the events that we did and, and got to meet so many of you and, and different people. I, I think probably um, one of the, the greatest, uh, I wouldn't say greatest, I'd, I'd probably say 
one of the most memorable uh, events was going um, backpacking to Isle Royale um, during the pandemic when the island was open, but every everything how to get there was closed. And we pulled off that event, and Ariane went out there, and she guided that trip while, while I stayed back with the dogs. And, and um, you know, we were traveling uh, full-time in the Airstream, and they had the whole island to themselves. And I, I, that was really memorable, um, and it was a great event. Um, I'm really happy that um, she got to, to do that since then. Um, we've had listeners go to Iroyale and um, by themselves, and ha- were able to experience that on their own, which is that was the whole part of our podcast. That was the whole reason for it was to inspire you to go out and do something that you normally would not have done by just trusting the trail. And you know, coming out with us, getting that experience, um, and kind of learning that it's not all that scary out there. Um, and then to go out there by yourselves and do it. That was, that was really, really cool. Um, we've done a show. We've done multiple shows in our tent. Um, we have recorded these podcasts from all over the country. Um, we've edited, I've edited these, <laughs> these shows in really some weird places. Uh, normally, sometimes was, well, uh, one, two o'clock in the morning in the van. Uh, one time I was in a casino. Uh, it was just all over. Uh, all over, anywhere I could open up a laptop. A lot of it was in Starbucks, um, but but just all over the place um, was was really uh, very very grateful to be able to to do that and share that with you guys. Um, we've had a lot of meet and greets um, all the way from the UP of Michigan to South Dakota to the deserts of the Southwest. Um, really, a lot of fun. Um, all the people we've taken out on the trail give it. It always gave it always gave us strength and hope and filled our hearts when we needed it to. Uh, from the monsoon in the Smokies, when we did that trip to the Bison in the Badlands, to the top of Angel's Landing in Zion, and to the bottom of the Grand Canyon and the snow in Sedona, all the way back to Pebble Creek in Yellowstone. It truly has been an honor to have met all of you and to have uh, corresponded with you. Uh, I, I, I'd like, I'm kind of proud of the fact that Ariane and I answered every email, every post, every Twitter uh, response, um, er- everything. Um, we always responded to comments, the good and bad. <laughs> and, uh, um, and you know, uh, we, we always really, truly were so grateful uh, for that. So a little bit about where we're going to go and um, and what we're going to do. So as I mentioned, Ariane and I live here in Cook City. We are full-time residents. I think we're number, we could be number 78 and 79. I, I, I have no idea as far as how many people uh, live here full-time. Um, and I'm going to be continuing to work for Park County, Montana, um, you know, it's, um, it's a pretty good gig. And, uh, as, as far as Ariane goes, as, as long as she's happy with what she's doing, um, she's going to, we're going to continue to be here. There's a lot of uh, downside to being up here. It's a hard life. Um, right now, as I record this, uh, we probably already have, 
I don't know, maybe six feet of snow. In some places, it's more than that. Uh, the camper van or the van uh, is completely buried in snow. Um, and uh, I bought a four-wheel truck, a uh, four-by-four truck, an old one, old beater, just to putz around town. Um, but the... And, you know, our furnace is going out all the time and, you know, that's a struggle. And, you know, we, we live in this mobile home. Of course, you know, when it's, you know, minus 15 degrees, it does get a little chilly. Um, the benefits, though, is that we get to we get to experience Yellowstone all the time and we get to drive through the park all the time. In fact, my classes are in Mammoth Hot Springs uh, for the EMT class. So I'll be there every other Monday. So uh, it's. It's, it's quite the adventure of uh, just, you know, walking outside and having a bison in your backyard or, you know, a red fox uh, run across the street or we've had a lot of moose around here lately. So um, as much as it's a little bit of a harder life, there are so many rewards about this. Uh, I had the uh, beautiful fortune and was very lucky to be invited um, by, the, uh, by one of the very big uh, snowmobile clubs out here to go up grooming the trails. I'm going to post a couple of videos on that on our Facebook page or on our Facebook group. And uh, grooming the trail is uh, you are up in the mountains, you're on these forest roads, and um, you can't see. Uh, and so, but you groom the trails and you kind of plow a little bit, but you have a big, big groomer in the back and it flattens the snow. And you do that for all the snowmobiles. These are all the, the National Forest trailheads are. You know, the hiking trails, the backpacking trails. And this summer, we had gone up there uh, to do a backpacking trip. And, um, um, you know, it was the same forest road that now I can barely see and it's just covered in snow. So it's a, I got to, I got to do that and it was a five-hour night uh, going all up into the mountains. At some point, I think we were at about uh, 9,500 feet. Um, and I, you know, there, there probably had to be 12 feet of snow up there at the very least. And, uh, so it was very exciting. So I got to do that. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of cool things out here that I'm experiencing for the first time. And I'm going to continue to do that. I've, uh, really recently, uh, gotten hooked up with some, uh, mountain guides, uh, 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 uh skiing downhill skiing guides uh we, there's a cabin up here that's very remote that um i think we're going to invite you guys up here uh in the fall um sleeps about 10 people and uh there's just so much beauty up here it's it's so beautiful up here that um and i want i want to invite you guys um up here in the fall to do that and i think we're going to rent that cabin out it's about a three mile hike up a little bit up the mountain, and uh, right now that's where the cross cross country skiers are. Uh, that's where um, you know people are hanging out to do avalanche cl classes, uh, and uh, there's all kinds of workshops up here in the winter time. If you want to learn how to snowmobile, you want to learn how to cross country ski, you want to learn how to snowboard, uh, you want to le learn avalanche preparedness. It's all up here, and right now uh, the the town is starting to get busy again. And I want to learn that stuff as well as take my EMT class. Now, the EMT class is is going to allow this. In the spring, 
when I've taken this class, I'll be launching a guiding service and we will guide up here officially. Um, what the EMT class does for me personally is I will be able to guide in every category Yellowstone has under their commercial um, licensing program that you apply for. Um, there's a fee for every single category. So if you want to just drive through the park and see wildlife, that's a fee. You have to have certain uh, you have to have certain uh, certifications just to be able to do that. You definitely have to have your first aid. And you have to have your uh, wilderness first aid. Uh, so you have to have like your Red Cross um, uh, certification and and uh, and your wilderness first aid. But when you start getting into backcountry uh, stuff, then the requirements become even more. The the EMT course covers all of it, and that's why I'm doing it. So we will we will be under the Yellowstone uh, official. Um, commercial guides in Yellowstone National Park in every single category. And that includes, the only one it does not include is uh, fly fishing, and that's separate. That's a separate license. Uh, but as far as guiding in the park, I will be able to guide in every single category there is. And I want to kind of concentrate on the, the backcountry stuff, um, and that which takes more certifications to do, but this EMT class will cover all of it. And I'm really super excited to, to be able to offer that. So that's why I think like next fall, um, we're going to be able to have some events up here and they'll be epic and they'll be, they'll be big events. And, uh, I'd like to try to do that. We'll see, you know, how everything, um, kind of how, how everything works out. The company I'm looking at uh, will be called Cook City Guides, um, and the name could change. I'm not really sure, uh, but it will be all about Yellowstone, 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 and I'll be able to take you into some really remote parts uh, where the tourists do not go. Um, and so we'll see how that unfolds. I'm kind of I'm very excited about it. Uh, and of course I'll be doing, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll probably be doing some shorts. I'll probably try to maybe redo our trust the trail YouTube channel that I started, but you know, just, just, you know, after everything that happened, I just didn't really feel like making videos. Um, but I'm kind of getting back in the swing of things. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll be talking about gear. Um, we'll be doing some winter camping, uh, with a, uh, a wood-burning stove, uh, which is really big up here. Uh, winter camping is a whole different route. Um, you know, I thought I had my Alpine gear, but, man, it, it's it's completely different when you have uh, six feet of snow. So um, very excited about that. So I'll be probably doing some shorts on um, gear stuff um, and getting back into that. Um, and I'm, I'll kind of – Talk, leave you guys with this to uh, talking about gear is that, you know, backpacking is really, it's really evolved um, really in the last 10 years um, with just the technology that affords you a new person um, or, or a seasonal person with different kinds of gear. I, in my opinion, Look at the cottage industry manufacturers, um, the the smaller ones that are 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 not 
part of the affiliate marketing network that are not part of that. And quite frankly, I would challenge you to look at their gear first. Um, it's, it's probably a little bit more expensive because they're not pushing out a thousand tents a month, but I think it's better. Um, you don't really see this gear in the, Hey, I'm going to give you the top 10 all time best gear, top 10, top 10 tents, top 10 backpacks, top 10, this top 10, top 10, top 10. Well, the reason you see those top 10 lists are, are because those are part of the affiliate marketing network. Those people make commission on that. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying don't get sucked into that. Look at some of the cottage industry stuff like Lightheart Gear and 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 uh, and uh, uh, used to be called Shire Tarp Tent. Now it's just Tarp Tent, um, Six Moon Designs. Some of the other gear that's been around for a really long time that's been you know, tested in the field. So always make sure you look at that. Um, you know, Mother Nature only gives you what you see in her power. It's never the perfect day. Um, never in anybody's stretch of the imagination is backpacking easy. It's hard. Uh, enjoying the outdoors is hard. And so you want to always give yourself a better than average chance to kind of Know what happens if things don't go exactly the way you thought. Um, it's my hope that as many people are, that are going out in the outdoors, um, the search and rescue, the amount of search and rescue goes down. Uh, it, it truly is. Um, uh, it, it truly is a experience for everyone to enjoy, but with a little homework and just a little forethought, um, you can you can protect yourself from that. And I don't care what it is. I don't care if you're hiking the Appalachian Trail. I don't care if you're going on a day hike. It doesn't make any difference. It's 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 almost it's almost the same rules. You know, a day hike you're probably not carrying, you know, uh, thirty pounds on your back, but you still need water. You still need to wear the right apparel. You still need to wear the right hiking shoes. You have to test your hiking shoes to make sure you don't get blisters. Blah 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 blah. You know, um, it, it's it's the same type of rules. Um, and I, I urge I urge everybody uh, that that listens to the show that have listened to the show that Mother Nature uh, does not care about your weekend plans, and so, um, which is the beauty part of it, but it's also, you know, embrace the suck part of it. And, you know, yeah, I want to give yourself a better than average chance to really have, you know, a great time because that's what it's about. It's about having fun and laughing and and having your wow mo moment and, you know, experiencing this beautiful, beautiful um, outdoor thing. You know, I, I'm still in awe by the mountains and, and what nature throws and lets me see out here. I'm, I'm in awe of it. It never gets old. Never. And um, it's, a, it's just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And... Uh, but don't go out there, um, you know, without a plan, without, 
you know, a little practice. Um, please, you know, uh, we want to get these search and rescues down. And every once in a while, don't bring your phone. Every once in a while, don't be, don't go out there because you want to post something on Instagram. And and sometimes, when you have a beautiful experience, when Mother Nature just shines on you, that doesn't always mean you have to share it. Maybe sometimes it's just for you, and um, you know that's the moment that um, for me. Um, when I threw hike the AT way back in 2003, when there were no phones, there was no social media, that to me was the best experience I could ever get was every once in a while when mother nature shined on me, it was, it, it was just such a beautiful, beautiful part of my, of my existence, of my journey in life. So, uh, I really hope that everybody can, 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 share that or and then can experience that so uh it's sad to end the show um i'm not i'm not ending the podcast of i mean i'm not ending trust the trail um i'm just ending this podcast and uh, you know so uh we will we're not saying goodbye we're just saying i'll see you on the next trail i'll you know i'll see you down the road um it's not goodbye by any stretch of the imagination just for this podcast um uh, I want to thank you guys so much for hanging in there and um, being our friends, really. Um, I can't even tell you how much time you guys have picked us up, um, which has just really been a beautiful part of this podcast. I never thought this it would it would it would be that way. I never thought um. Thanks to everybody who has supported us on Patreon. Um, after this show, after next week, I'll probably be closing that Patreon down because I'm not going to take Patreon um, donations without a new podcast. Um, I just, you know, I don't think that's right. Um, so I'll, I, that's the only thing that we'll be closing. If uh, people want to donate, uh, you can always do it through the website, um, Trust the Trail. I believe I believe I put a PayPal thing on there. I don't know. Uh, I can't really remember. Again, it's never really been that important to us to monetize this. And so, uh, but the Patreon thing will be ending. But I want to thank everybody that um, helped support us, that um that just kind of stood by us. And, and the biggest thing was, um, you know, was seeing people go out there and grow. Um, it, it was a beautiful, beautiful thing to see. And uh, Kathy Kinnison, uh, Jill Lang, um, others that um, just kept on growing. Uh, Mark Miller, uh, Jordan Landcrack, um, just... It, it, it was so cool. Jack Masters. Um, so many people that EJ Newell. <laughs> uh, there's so many. I, I don't. I can't even name everybody um, that were that you just got to see grow and get, get more and more experience. And in every time they had got more experience, uh, none of those trails that we ever did with everyone were easy. <laughs> 
It was never cakewalk, but they kept on coming back. And uh, really super appreciate that. Um, you know, nothing's ever going to change with the show. The show's going to be here forever. I, I, I will probably end up moving the show to a different platform. Uh, iHeartRadio has been bugging me for a long time to put it on their platform and uh, or to host it with them and embed maybe some commercials or something like that. But right now it's on a private hosting server. And um, until I feel like moving it, that's probably where it's going to be. Um, but nothing's going to change. So anyway, so my final thought is is this, or what I want to share is that Trust the Trail was always about um, nature giving you everything that you need, um, whether it's building self-confidence, self-esteem, whether it is to disconnect, to reconnect. Trust the Trail was really always about what nature gives you. And um, if you truly learn to trust the trail, uh, you don't really need a lot in life. And um, it does, it, it's given Ariana and I everything that we've ever needed or we've ever wanted. I've said this uh, once before on the show, and I'll, I'll close with this. I When I'm on the trail, um, I trust it more being out on, you know, on that trail in, in the wilderness uh, than I do driving down uh, a major city highway. So um, I do trust the trail. doesn't mean everything's always going to go right. It doesn't mean everything's going to go the way you plan it. But it does mean you're going to get what you want out of it or, you're, or what you need out of it at that time. And so, uh, you know, trust the trail, everybody. It does give you everything that you need. And we'll see you later. Thank you so much. Bye.